Tony, I've got a new dad joke for you today. Oh, really? Stay tuned. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for tuning in for this week's Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show for you today. We have a couple a couple other people on the line here with me. I'm very excited about our, our normal... Uh, Host, host, what do we call you? Remote host, Tony. Remote <laughs> host. My partner in crime here, Mr. Tony Shore, is with us, missing you here in the studio. Uh, but I brought, of course, my eight eight by eleven picture of you. Oh, good, um, good. And uh, also have on with us uh, Trevor Newfeld from our office. Many of our our clients and folks that have come in and met with us know Trevor. And uh, Trevor has actually moved to the lovely state of North Carolina we were just talking about there. So hello, Trevor. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, I'm excited to be here in North Carolina and excited to be here on the podcast as well. So looking forward to it. Excellent. Yeah, so we've got a great show here today. But uh, yeah, I mentioned the the uh, dad joke here and you're missing the visual here as as is often the case with me. But <laughs> Jack's uh, our son is in first grade and his, uh, they're teamed up with buddies that are a little bit older, like third graders, and they get together every once in a while. And his, his older buddy made him a little Valentine's Day card, but it's kind of a knock-knock joke. And I just, I told him, I chuckled uh, when he shared this with me. So I, I brought this in and told him I would sh- read this on the podcast here. So, Tony, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Knock-knock. Who's there? Window. Window who? When do we get to play outside again? <laughs> How old is Jax? Uh, he's he's seven. That's it, perfect. I think it's wonderful, but the oh. visual that goes along with it, I think there's black magic involved because the folding, I don't know how the kid did this. I still can't quite figure it out, but it's one of those things you fold open and the words hide. And Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. things. Yep. That is Quite so. That is so funny. <laughs> That's a good one. You gotta love kids. Yes. Yeah. It's good stuff. But yeah, on to retirement planning and all the all the fun stuff we're gonna talk about here today. We're gonna talk about planning your income needs and uh, some common questions and concerns that come up. And we talk a lot about income on our show. We talk a lot about planning. We talk a lot about retirement. So uh, some good things that we'll dive into today and. Uh, We'll jump right into that. But Tony, as always, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, I've had a great week. And um, uh, this uh, upcoming weekend is my grandfather, my grandpa, Bob Shore, his 101st birthday. Wow. And we're having a party for him this Sunday. He turns 101 and he will probably drive to his 101st birthday in his truck. And his memory is sharp as attack. He's still uh, active and mobile. So uh, it is fascinating. He has lived a long and fruitful life. Uh, you got to think about it, guys, in re- terms of retirement planning. That w- that's what we're talking about, retirement income. As far as required minimum distributions, 
he's been required to take those for 30 years now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is all. It's amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I'm good. Wow. That's How about good. you, Trevor? Good. What well, What's going birthday. on? Yeah. What's going on with you, Trevor? Uh, not too much. You know, I'm looking outside right now. It's about 70 and sunny. So my heart really mm. goes out to you guys and anyone in our Minnesota audience. I know it's a little different story up there, but I'm just soaking it in and enjoying my time here. Wow. Okay. Stop talking oh, now, Trevor. Yeah. That's not, yeah, kind of, kind of, you're breaking up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're going to have to, I'm going to mute his mic from now on. Oh yeah. Well, Trevor, it is 72 degrees here in the studio. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Inside my house, it's 72 degrees. <laughs> it's probably below zero outside right now in Minnesota, but um, that's just the way we roll here. It's actually seven. It's 72 there. It's seven here. <laughs> how about them apples? So you're rubbing that in. Uh, Jeff, how have you been? Good, good. Yeah, staying busy. Um, we had Valentine's Day at the beginning of the week. It's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, um, actually, awesome. yeah, going to be seeing Trevor tomorrow. Actually, our family is uh, flying into Charlotte for a family trip uh, a couple hours away, and we're going to see Trevor when we're down there. So very excited about that. Oh, that's neat. You're taking a trip for your birthday. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So very excited. That's good. Well, a happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank I, you. I forgot that your birthday was coming up. I have to get you something. You See should. what I, I'm just looking through drawers right now here <laughs> in my desk and what I got <laughs> wrap something up. All right. So our topic today, planning out income needs, let's dive into this. Yeah. So kind of a high level question to think about is, um, can I, a general idea or explanation of planning your income needs and what does that actually mean when you plan for retirement really the biggest question people ask themselves is do i have enough money to retire and to answer that question we have to look at a few different things number one how much money do you have today in terms of your assets and how much income do you need in retirement and potentially there's a gap in there so how are you going to fund the income needs that you have and cover your retirement needs. And part of that might come from social security, pensions, your assets, but we want to see how all that stuff ties together and uh, bridge together a nice retirement income plan. But in the process of doing that, there are a number of different variables that we want to consider. We have the stock market that we're all talking about this year as it's up and down. We have inflation, which is um, pushing double digits now. Uh, producer price index in January, I uh, was announcing it was 9.7% that that came out at. And that's what manufacturers pay. But oftentimes, the majority of that is going to be passed on to consumers. So inflation isn't going anywhere anytime soon. You have taxes and a lot of different things that come into play. Healthcare expenses. So we want to put some good thought into how you create an income plan. And that's really important. Well, yeah, I, I imagine. So, and this is something that... Uh that you both know a lot about, uh, right, Trevor, you like helping people with this as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the satisfying part of the job is working with people to get to this point of retirement and, you know, being able to sit with people and have confidence in the income plan that we have and that they are going to be able to have the future that they've been planning for is a, a big thing. And one of my favorite parts about what I do. Yeah. So Jeff question for you, what are the people who succeed at successfully planning for the income stage? Uh, have in common? What do they do right? 
Yeah, very first thing is, and this is a recurring theme that we often talk about on our show, is having a plan. You should have a, a button for that, Tony. You need a plan. You need a plan <laughs> button. But everything does start with a plan, and I know we say that a lot, but... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just what they call you. Uh, I'm just... The name was taken. The name was taken. Um, but yeah, having, having a plan is important. And the next thing is having a realistic idea of what you want your retirement to look like. So if you're making between a, a couple $200,000 a year today, but you plan on living on $50,000 a year once you retire, um, how are you going to do that? So one of the things that we want to look at is having realistic expectations and not underestimating what you spend on a discretionary basis. And that's important. So a big concern for us as advisors is, and we take this very seriously, when we create a plan for our clients, we truly want to have an accurate picture of their retirement in mind and can give them an honest advice, an honest recommendation on what path they're on and what changes they need to make. So I can think of a couple meetings in the past week that we've met with folks that their income was relatively high uh, in their working years. They're shifting gears into retirement now and they have to make a big adjustment uh, because they've not planned ahead. They've got to reduce their expenses significantly, fairly quickly in order to not run out of money. And uh, in both those situations I can think of that have occurred here in the last week, they're, I think they're going to be okay, but um, you don't want to wait too long to plan. And that's one of the common mistakes people make is, eh, I'm, I'm 62, let me start to think about this. I'm going to retire next year. You want to start now, however old you are, in planning ahead for your retirement to make sure that you have enough and that you don't have any shocks to the system as you make that shift into retirement gears. Retirement costs money, right? It does. So what's the biggest mistake, Trevor, that people make when planning for retirement income? I know uh, there's a lot of uh, pitfalls that people can fall into. Yeah, I think like Jeff said, outside of waiting too long to get a plan in place, one of the biggest things that we see is people just underestimating what they spend. And then also not taking into account future purchases, you know, cars, home, traveling that they're going to want to do in retirement. So uh, people have a tendency, I think, to see the retirement expenses through rose-colored glasses. And the reality is for people who don't budget really meticulously and track their expenses, it's just human nature to underestimate what they do spend. So a lot of times people come to us and they'll say they spend a certain amount, but when we kind of look into things a little further, it's likely that they're spending more. So we want the plan to reflect that. So the other thing is that like people not planning for the big expenses that they have coming up. Um, in our plans, we often don't count on the mortgage or car payment going away just because as we've seen time and time again, sometimes when people pay things off, pretty often the new expense is coming up and a new purchase ensues. So when we build plans for our clients, we want to actually plan for them to have the freedom to make the purchases that they've been making throughout their lives so that their lifestyle can remain something that they want to be a part of, like in retirement. Right. And that's key, right, Jeff? That, yeah, that's good. And we, yeah, to Trevor's point there, we'll, we're adjusting to reality every time we, we meet with our clients. What are your expenses? What are your assets worth today? What's your income? because we're always going to be truing up the plan to reality. <clears throat> if the house, as Trevor mentioned there, gets paid off and, and you don't have a new house expense, a new mortgage coming into play, then we'll adjust that because that's reality. But yeah, we oftentimes see people uh, re-up for another mortgage when they go into retirement and uh, 
we don't want to plan ahead for that expense going away. And then there it is again. Yeah. So Jeff, how do you guide people to help figure out their actual expenses then? That's a big question. A lot of people have, how do we figure that out? Uh, we have kind of a, a self check and I'm credit Trevor in, in putting this together is a, we would meet with folks and your, their income is, now, let's say $60,000 a year and we ask what the expenses are and they're 40,000 a year, but they're not that 20,000 of excess money that should be laying around on the coffee table never seems to exist. So when we dig into it, it turns out expenses are 59,999 a year. Money finds a way of spending itself is something we often tell people. So having that reality check, the self check to look at what is your gross income subtract all of your pre-tax deductions. So your pre-tax investments like your 401k or IRA contributions, your health insurance, things like that. You subtract off of that your taxes and then you uh, factor in your after-tax savings and investments that you're putting away. And what's left over should be relatively close to what you think your expenses are. So reason for that is obviously you won't likely be making investment contributions once you retire. So you can safely assume that those won't be part of your expenses going forward. So having that reality check of what am I actually um, spending? And uh, that's important to dial in on that. It's a big lever in your retirement plan. And we want to make sure we've got an honest assessment of what that looks like. So uh, another question for you, Trevor, does budgeting have a place in all this? And how do you suggest we go about that? And I hate to use the B word budgeting. It's a dirty word to some people, <laughs> but you definitely need a spending plan, right? Yeah, yeah, it definitely can. And the idea of budgeting resounds differently and more with some people than others. You know, you have people who budget for every dollar of income that they have and expense that they have going out. And they track it religiously throughout the month and watch each uh, their bank account each day. And then you have others who uh, they cringe at the word and it's the last thing on their mind and the last thing that they want to talk about. So for the people who budget really intensely, you know, they're good on that if that's how they want to go about things. And they probably got a good idea of what their expenses are. And it's not necessarily something that we have to help them put in place. But for those who don't budget and don't really like the idea of budgeting, one thing that we've suggested as a firm, it's actually an approach that I take myself and have found pretty helpful. Um, it's a less restrictive way to budget, but it does create some structure and understanding of what your expenses are and how they may or may not change over time and into retirement with that. So uh, the approach, it starts simply just by having three buckets. You have a savings account, makes up your emergency fund or excess savings, and then you have two checking accounts. So one is going to be for your fixed non-discretional expenses that you pay every month. This would include um, bills, car payment, insurances, things like that. And the other would be for your discretionary expenses. So you're spending the things that vary month to month. And even if there's things that you pay every month, like gas or groceries, that they're not necessarily coming out at a certain date or a certain amount, you want to put that in that account. So the nice thing about this approach is that you don't have the stress of worrying about if you have enough for bills because you fill that account up each month, you know what the net expenses will be. And that's meant to go to zero each month. And so your discretionary expenses in your other account, we call the spending account, it doesn't affect that and vice versa. So easier to track throughout the month how you've been spending your money and you don't have the excess structure of dictating where your spending money goes. That's often something that stresses people out about budgeting. It's, I have this amount going towards clothes and this much for, for coffee or food. Well, in this plan, you don't necessarily need to worry too much about where it goes as long as you're paying your bills, um, reaching your investing savings goals, which will be taken care of in the fixed account. 
um, you can do what you want in the other account. So that's one thing that we found helpful. Some of our clients have liked that and an easier way, less um, intense way to go about budgeting. So Tony, it, for I like you it. or someone, someone maybe not you, but pizza <laughs> could be a, a higher piece of the budget. <laughs> you just have to spend less on handbags and things like that. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Or we could use <laughs> records. Uh, that would be, I need a whole separate account for that. And uh, Sarah and I are working on trying to figure out how to make that my record budget work within our actual budget. So uh, that's a great idea. I like that. Um, I really like that idea, Trevor. I, and I've actually never thought of it that way to have one account that's all the monthly bills that you know will happen. And one a savings for emergency, we kind of have that, uh, but we have one checking account for everything. And then we worry about, oh, you know, are we going to have enough for our bills because we spent too much in eating out or pizza buffets or at the record store? So uh, I get it. Uh, that's that makes a lot of sense. Now, Jeff, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, products and tools and a lot of strategies out there that you utilize. And, you know, to accomplish these income needs, especially in retirement uh, and uh, needs and interest rates in general, it's a bit of a tough environment to generate income these days to get growth. I mean, yields are down across the board. Bonds have been just in the tank uh, for quite a number of years now. So what do you do? How do you how do you earn money on your money? Yeah, this is definitely a conversation we're having a lot with people this year in particular. You look at the inflation. big three things. Yeah, inflation is a huge concern right now. Interest rates are starting to come up. That impacts bonds. Bonds don't do well when interest rates go up. And then you have the stock market that has experienced a lot of volatility these days. So if you simplify things, you have cash, you have bonds, and you have equities. So equities, think of that as ownership and you can own things like a company. You could own some of Netflix through a mutual fund, through an ETF, an exchange traded fund, or through a stock would be the traditional means of doing that. And you also have an annuities, various types of annuities. So those are different basic types of investment options. You also have alternative investments. Good example of that is real estate. You can either directly invest in real estate or indirectly invest in that through real estate investment trusts and so forth. So you want to look at the available options that you have, but whatever you pick is going to have its pros and its cons. You could turn to the, as we talk about green money and red money, you could turn to the green side of the equation and say, well, the bank is safe. I feel pretty good about that, but you're not earning much with the money that's sitting in the bank. So you avoided market risk you avoided inflation risk, or excuse me, interest rate risk, but you chose inflation risk by going that safe route. Pros and cons to everything. If you go to the other side and say, well, interest rates are so low right now, bonds aren't paying anything, and Jeff told me the interest rates are going to go up, my bonds are going to go down in value, uh, I think the stock market's going to do good long term, so I'm going to shift to the equity, the market risk you're selecting a different set of trade-offs with that is if the market goes up, you can pull income off of that by selling some of your shares. And uh, that could be a good thing. But if the market goes down, that's going to go down. So what we do in helping 
folks that come in and meet with us is we'll put together a, a plan for you and your situation and your risk level and factor all of these things in in order to help generate the income that you need in retirement and optimize what you have. So what are your options and help you to understand the pros and cons with each approach. And the key with this is letting the plan do its thing over time. If the market's down 3% tomorrow, we're not going to hit the panic button and do a bunch of shuffling around. Not what we do. Steady wins the race. And we want to have a good plan for everyone's situation, which is unique. So encourage you to give us a call. Our phone number is 651-842-8406. Schedule time to come in and meet with us, either face-to-face or through Zoom. And we'll give you a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan and uh, look forward to meeting with you. All right. A great show today, guys. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Trevor, great to have you as a guest on the show. What a special show you guys uh, had lined up today. Uh, always good to have you on. I'm sure, Trevor, you'll be back uh, on future shows uh, once in a while to give us your input. Jeff, great show, but we're out of time. Before we go, though, Jeff, why don't you let our listeners out there know how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, again, give us a call at 651-842-8406. You can check us out at financialpaladin, P-A-L-A-D-I-N.com. Send us an email at info at financialpaladin.com. And we look forward to meeting with you. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 